This is our Daily Red's Friday split bottle episode. Woohoo! When we uh, take some listener feedback. Everybody's working for the weekends. I don't get that reference. Um, I don't know the. And then we're. Go the rest of the way. <laughs> uh, and we'll just have a glass, not a whole bottle of red wine. No. Even though it's a Friday, it well, seems strange. Well, but we're recording this before. Yeah, Friday. but you're not supposed to people let people under the curtain like oh, that. Sh- okay, sorry. Friday. Woo woo! Everybody's working for the weekend. It's really throwing me off. Like it throws off the flow. I, I, that, whatever that is. You don't like it? No. Oh. It's kind of like quoting a movie line. It's just kind of like empty. Ugh. It's not okay. an independent thought. The, I think this podcast has now become. I quote too many movies, you hate my movie quotes. I think that is the recurring theme. And random songs that will get stuck in my head for no good reason. Oh, but that's not the theme of the podcast. That's the theme of our marriage. That just happens every day with or without a microphone in front of my face. <laughs> we got a peanut gallery over here. Yeah. All right. So let's let's quickly get through this because it's still dry December for me. So I am enjoying quotes around that word, quotes. enjoying an Ariel Cabernet Sauvignon. Ariel is probably the oldest, maybe the longest known um, de-alcoholized wine. Uh, nine bucks a bottle, great deal. And when you taste it, you'll know why. <laughs> I mean, it was great. When I went to Total Wine, I bought half a case and it was $49 with tax. The last time I remember having anything to do with Ariel wine was when you were pregnant with Ellis. Like uh, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years 11. ago. And I remember you getting some Ariel to bring home while you were pregnant. And I didn't even try it. I had no, no desire. It was yucky. No interest. It tasted like bitter grape juice. I am going to say it's a step up from that now. It's more like a refined grape juice. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. you know, I, and look, there is such a movement happening right now with non alcoholic spirits, alcohol free. And Ariel's the OG. Yeah, and I think Ariel would be remiss if they weren't capitalizing on updating their formula or whatever, the recipe, however they make this wine. And you're drinking one of our standbys, our tried and true. Standbys. It's the Clee uh, 2022 Willamette Valley Pinot Noir, produced and bottled by Racine Wine Company out of Yamhill, Oregon. It's just a beautiful wine. I can never say no to it. And it's it's like great because it's 21 bucks from our local Soviet co-op. And I think that is Klee's second appearance on this podcast, which means it's our most frequent podcast guest yet. So far. But this Although is silliness. I think the Eisenhower Holiday Red might make a repeat appearance between now and Christmas. That is a fair prediction. Yes. Uh, but this is nonsense. We have more important things to get to. Yes, we have our very first guest. Well, you're you're backing into this thing. Oh, okay. A listener feedback. Oh, okay. We have to get listener feedback. So, on the Apple Podcast page where you should all be visiting to give us five stars. If you're not on Spotify, which is where I am. Apple Pod, 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 you should have a kid on an episode. 
I will I will mention they actually wrote you should have a kid on a episode. So that you know, that's suspicious. And normally when it comes Maybe to like they're not a native English speaker. Totally possible. They could be uh, uh, in London. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You've just started a rebellion. <laughs> I should say that normally when it comes to posting things on the internet, the last thing I want to do is is invite one of my children, you know, to to whore them out to the internet yeah, world. Yeah, we're, we're not about that. But this is an audio medium, which yep. I love. And so I thought, I've got a kid. We I got, have, I've, we we have, have two. two. We've got to go around. So we flipped a coin. <laughs> babe why don't you introduce our our first and special guest oh our first and very special guest is ellis she is our oldest daughter she is 10 and a half and she is the one that we have described in past episodes as our own version of calvin from calvin and the hobbs and the hobbs and and the hobbs calvin and hobbs she is our dynamo, and she has become quite the bookworm, which my heart be still. And so here she is. Ellis, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi. Hi. But you already introduced me. Well, so say something more. What am I supposed to say? Right. Oh, yeah, the anonymous person? That was me. What? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean the anonymous person? The person who said you should have a kid on the podcast, that was me. I went up, searched up your podcast, gave it five stars, and said you should have a kid on a podcast or episode. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So this is not legitimate listener feedback? <laughs> it still worked though. I can now manipulate your podcast to my will. So, oh my god, Ellis. Because it's so funny because when your father told me that we had gotten an anonymous note that said you should have a kid on your show, I thought, I said to him, oh, who did that? And he goes, I don't know, it's anonymous. And I was like, that's kind of weird. It was you? It didn't say where I should put my name. And I wasn't actually going to put my real name. I was going to put my um, fake name, like my avatar name from Avatar The Last Airbender, Layara. But it didn't ask me to fill out my name. So I am staying anonymous. Well, that that just backfired. But okay, well, anyway. this, this is yeah. the second time now that you have shocked the uh, host on radio slash podcast airwaves. Do you want to tell us about your last appearance on an audio medium? Oh, on KEXP? Yes. Um, you sure? No. So <laughs> Ellis made John Richards, the morning host of the KEXP. I made dead air. John in the morning radio show. She made him laugh so hard that he couldn't even speak and there was dead air while he was trying to collect himself. I'm going to say that that is a triumph. Okay. So let's talk about, because this is a podcast about things that we've read, uh, um, I think it would be really great if you told us about a book that you just finished reading. What was it? The Hunger Games. By? Suzanne Collins. There you go. All right. What did you think of it? Five stars. 
out of five. Just like you gave our podcast and then sent anonymous feedback. A little more to the Hunger Games. Okay. Mostly oh. because I haven't actually listened to your podcast, but I could. <laughs> okay, I could not find a way to say that I was your child without giving my without being creepy on the internet. Okay, because if I said you are my mother and father, that would be creepy. Okay. So I couldn't really. So all I said was. You should have a kid on your podcast. Honestly, Ellis, that would have been less creepy than us getting an anonymous note from some really? pervert going, I want to hear children on your podcast. <laughs> At least you know it's me <laughs> now. Okay. Uh, in three sentences, what did you like best about the Hunger Games? Only three? Yep. But I have two favorite parts. Okay, then tell me. My first favorite part is when... Um, Hamish uh, takes that head dive off of the stage. At the reaping? Yes, at the reaping. Why was that your favorite? Because she described it really funny, how how he just kind of flew off the stage, and then they had to carry him away on the stretcher. And then when he, whenever he walked into a room, they're like, oh, it's the head dive guy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you were disappointed they didn't have that in the movie, right? Yes, very much so. Okay, what was your second favorite part? Um, when, was it, is it Kina or Chena? Katniss's dresser. Oh, Sina. Sina. Um, when, when, when Katniss asks him if it's going to be more flames for her dress at the, at the interview and, and he it says he says mis, he, he says mischievously something like that yeah um and i thought that part was really funny so first of all i love that you've created this word mischievously mischievously because it sounds what? like mischievously oh or mysteriously i can never pronounce and i it. think that actually is a really nice combination because oh, you can you. be mysterious and I, mischievous i accidentally invented a word i love it i'll describe that uh for you in some of your more mischievous tactics moving forward tell my story (laughs) okay so i think there's probably going to be some listeners out there like your auntie lala for example Mm -hmm. who might go oh that book is above her maturity level is it too violent for a no it's awesome okay can you tell us (laughs) not the kids killing kids but yeah sometimes you forget that they're kids Sometimes what? you forget. Okay, then what do you think of the mess? So you're saying uh, it would be okay if you wrote a read a book about adults killing adults? Yeah. <laughs> Okie doke. Frankly, yes. Um, would you recommend it to other people in your class? No. Why? Are children listening to this podcast in my class? No. Okay, good. Because their parents might be. Um. Don't say anything you wouldn't want plastered all over the internet. There's a then what am I supposed to say? Across her face. <laughs> Wait. Then what am I supposed to say? You said you would not recommend this to kids in your class. Yes. Why? Well, their parents are listening. <laughs> I I mean I know Robbie read it. 
Okay. He's already on the ballot of Songbirds and Snakes. Okay, so there are kids in your class that are reading it. but Ellie started reading it, and I was very surprised. That's great. Okay, so there are kids in your class who are reading it. Um, but would you why why would you tell anyone in your class not to read it? Is it too hard well, I, or um, too scary? Well, sometimes in the library when they say, "Can you help me find a book?" because that's what I like doing because I already have the the Hunger Games series that I can read, so I don't really need a book. Yeah. So the so they ask me to help them, and I do. And they said, usually they say. Um, a book like this or this, but not The Hunger Games. Okay. So I'm like, okay, not The Hunger Games. What do you want from me? <laughs> and they're like, well, a book like this. And I'm like, okay, I can help you with that. So I go find them the book, but I don't think their parents want them reading or watching The Hunger Games. So I'm not gonna tell them to, but... It's a good book series, but I don't think some kids can handle it, I guess. Yeah. For me, it was like just watching The Shining again. Scary to most people. Okay, which is also not a movie most parents would recommend. It's not scary. It's not scary. Oh, my God. (laughs) Please, no one call Child Protective Services. (laughs) I have the director's curse, okay? I have that thing where... um, if you are into, like, making movies and things, then when you're watching something that's live action, all you're thinking about is how they made it. So it's not scary or – so it's it's so it's not scary anymore. You know what? And, and I think that is something that we've always instilled in you. I know that when we've gone to, like, Halloween, you know, like, haunted – like, I love Halloween. Haunted houses and things – We've always made a point to to kind of like um, bring down those fears by going, look, it's just a robot or it's also, just those, a toy. Like those, those haunted mansion things are so cheap. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is you now go through those and you look at them and you go, yeah, it's just mechanics. It's just smoke and mirrors. And so, but I think that's what's a little bit challenging about books where it can be hard to make that distinction. Well, to me, I don't, I don't understand how books can be scary. People say like, like once I picked up World War Z because I saw it on the shelf and mom was like, that might be a little bit too scary for you. And I'm like, but it's a book. How could books be scary? Books can it, be it's, very scary. It's different than a movie where you're like... Um, like you're watching something and you know how it looks and so it's scary. But with a book, like it takes a little while to pause a movie. But with a book, you can put it down at any spot and then re-come back to it later. So well, I don't really understand my love. scary. What I, I will tell you, so I, I read the book, The Shining by Stephen King when I was in oh, book. eighth or ninth grade. And there were parts of that book that were so terrifying I could not read them, and so I asked your grandmother to read the book out loud to me in certain parts because I could not get through those chapters. Can I read it? If you want to. It's very scary. That's what you said about the Hunger Games and World War Z. World War Z is terrifying in a totally different way, and I think that is a scary book that has left me with nightmares. Really? Yeah. 
you know how in some movies, like, it's really dark and you can hardly tell what's going on, and sometimes mm-hmm. those are the scariest scenes? For some people, they are. Like because the Blair Witch Project, which I have not watched. Yes. You should not. In any case, yes. Scary. So those scenes that are dark, you can't really tell what's going on. Sometimes they're the scariest because you don't know and your imagination fills in the blanks and your imagination goes to a scary spot, even though if it's not on the screen or if it's not on the page, your imagination is filling in the blanks and going to really scary spots. So for some people, when they're trying to imagine a world they're reading, they're imagining what is scariest to them. Yeah. Hmm. World War Z is a pretty scary book, so I'm not going to recommend that book for you for a while. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good to know. Can you t- tell me who is your favorite character? Mm. Well, I don't really think my favorite character is Katniss. Um, I think maybe Prim. Prim? Yeah, because she has a goat and she has a cat and she doesn't like hunting. In the book, it explains that once when Katniss tried to teach her to hunt, she, whenever Katniss shot anything, Prim would always insist that they could save it if they went back to their house now. Aww. And I'm a vegetarian, so I don't like killing animals, but yeah, I like Prim. I love that. And Prim is supposed to recommend, or is supposed to represent the softer side of humanity, the things that are worth fighting for kindness generosity cats empathy that's true she loves animals i think daddy would disagree with the cat part i'm glad that you read that book that's your favorite character Mm because she really is what we're supposed to all fight for and that's what katniss fought for so ellis on this particular podcast Mm -hmm. What we then do toward the end of it is we talk about maybe something that we follow up on something we did this past week that we had talked about, or we talk about something that's coming up to tease it, to let people know, hey, this is coming up. We're going to talk to you about that next week, probably. So can you think of something that's coming up in the next few days or the next week or so that you're excited about? Or maybe, I don't know, Uh, in uh, 14 days or so, something you're you're excited about? 14 days? Christmas? (laughs) That's in 14 days? That's a long time. Anyway. Why? It is. two weeks. A long time. What else? You've got your field trip tomorrow. Uh, yes, I have old person field trip. Are okay. old people listening to this? Well, grandma and grandpa, maybe. No, not them. <laughs> the people at the... <laughs> no, the other people. Oh, yeah. These are the, the other pe- old people. These... <laughs> Grandma's probably listening to this and yelling at the radio right now. Really? Yeah. Um, Sorry. I think we're going, I th- well, and I'm going to be one of the drivers they're tomorrow. They're old and they're people. It's old for, people. it's at a memory, it's a memory care facility. So these are people who have Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia. So, and but they does often. does that make them younger? No. So they're still old. It. It's um, it can range because people can get Alzheimer's or Parkinson's early on, um, but it's usually for people who've kind of are confused a little bit, and so. But what's really amazing is they found that music really helps people who have ah. memory 
issues. Is that why we're going there to sing carols? Yeah, because it'll make them really happy and it'll make them feel good. We're also doing um, a project with them, like an art project. Oh, really? It's where, um, so you take a cup and then you put it so that way you can draw like the circle, like a perfect circle. Mm -hmm. And then you paint it to look like an ornament. And then when you cut it out and you have a black paper and you put like pastels on it to make like branches of a tree, Mm -hmm. like a Christmas tree. And then you, um, and then you cut out the, the ornaments like the paper ornaments and then you like glue them onto the thing so it looks like a christmas tree oh that'll be nice yeah i really like that mm-hmm. so yes i'll be one of the drivers and i will go with you all into the memory care facility oh and i am going to um play my violin mm-hmm. we'll see what kind of memories that triggers for these people yeah anywho what <laughs> wait what you will play beautifully, my love, and it will bring Go smiles. Go tell it on the mountain? Yes. What? I'm sure it'll bring wait, smiles wait, to what did you, what, Wait, what did you mean? I just meant that some of these people probably have memories from being young and learning to play violin themselves. It might bring back those memories. And what an early violin learner, what the music sounds like when they're playing. But you said it in a creepy way. Daddy said it in kind of a dig. What's a dig? Anyways, well, I'm. Are you? Is that something you're looking forward to? Uh, well, it's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Well, then I will make sure to report back on how it went. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to tell our listeners? Well, just if you see anything creepy, ask me. Because nope. if not, then it's creepy. No, we will not do that. <laughs> I'm actually going to restrict your access no! from here on out. Yep, that was the end of that. I have a school laptop, you know. You can't take that away from me. (laughs) That was a crazy face you just made. I can do it. No, you can't. (laughs) All right, I will need you to edit this podcast by Thursday evening. What? (laughs) You know I've only edited like two movies, right? That's two more movies than I've edited. All right, well, thank you. What? Miss Barker for coming and being our very first special guest. Yes, thank you for being our very first guest. And also thank you to that anonymous commenter who yeah. gave the great she suggestion to ha- have a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. I told Mama. I didn't think you had actually died. I thought it was a joke. Do we have any follow-up? Oh, the only comment I got was that people did not appreciate getting pictures of your crotch when they opened the podcast. But did they listen? I don't know. I didn't dive deep. Oh, you know, it was funny, actually. You told me that um, since we posted the picture of Krampus for the episode a couple Ugh. of week before last or whatever it was last week. We've got that... all these like satanic followers now on our Instagram <laughs> account. We screwed up the algorithm. I don't know what I did. I tried. I like wanted to boost our Krampus knocked episode on Instagram. And then all of a sudden we have all these listeners that are like 
Satan's follower 669. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? It's like some of the profile photos are so scary. <laughs> Next week we'll have our death metal episode. I know. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Wrong one. Well, and I can't, I can't boost the podcast uh, where you put the picture of your crotch because that would get us a totally different set. That's of actually followers. a great idea. No, that's not. No, that's not our audience. How do you know? I'm okay with like the farms in India that just like follow a bunch of random Instagram accounts with their like fake. I, that's fine if it does something to boost awareness. But, like, not the one of, like, the inseam of your torn pants at the ice skating rink. No, we're not doing that one. Is there anything coming up that you're excited about? I'm, I, oh, I know I should say that I did not complete all of my Christmas shopping. I still have Christmas shopping to do, which is very upsetting to me. Yeah. Because everything's sold out everywhere. There's something strange happening this year. I think you explained to me that you yeah. thought people were predicting a bad Christmas season and so they didn't stock up inventory and people are still spending money like there's no recession coming. Yeah. So like people are out of everything everywhere. Yeah. So basically the economists had projected that this was going to be a really weak holiday sales season. I mean, they projected that back in like March or April. Uh, and so a lot of retailers had scaled back their procurement of inventory pretty early on. And with all the supply chain issues, I mean, it's just like, I mean, as we've seen with some of these logistics companies that are really struggling right now, it's been a challenge to kind of get the retailers to make big bets this is what we saw with obviously like Flexport and Convoy and some of these other companies that have had to like reduce their operations quite a bit is because the all of that inventory coming in from overseas wasn't coming. Just simply wasn't coming. There was there weren't needs for planes, trains and automobiles to bring in all of those items. But to to your point, like there was a recent study that came out that found that like uh, shoppers in the state of Washington were still willing to spend a lot of money for the holidays. They they essentially, the survey had said that shoppers had taken into account inflation and they were still prepared to spend money, put things on credit card to have a, what felt like a normal holiday season. So if you're not getting a gift from me this year, you know why. I just couldn't find anything. Couldn't find it. It's all backordered. It's backordered. I'll send it to you in February. <laughs> those are like those birthday wishes that I got after my birthday. <laughs> my favorite is one of my like very best friends that I've known since eighth grade. She called me on December 6th. So that's like 10 days after your yeah, birthday. Yeah. And she goes, so remember that time I called you on your 40th birthday? And I said, no, actually, I don't remember that. And she goes, yeah, you do, because it's happening right now. <laughs> and I was like, nice try. <sighs> so, oh, well. All right. Well, if you want to hear more stuff like our daughter talking about her um, book reports and uh, <laughs> or if you have other ideas. Or for if you think she should be a, a regular featured guest. 
Or if you well, even think the guest model or the format works for us. We'll have to see if this is our most popular podcast yet. It probably will be. It'll be a resounding yes. Yeah, it probably will be. But with other grand ideas, you can do what our 10-year-old daughter did, which is to leave us a comment at Apple <laughs> Podcasts or at Spotify. That. Oh, my God. Uh, or directly to us, our Daily Red Pod. I want to be... G- hey, we always talk over the spelling of the things really and the email long. addresses. Okay, do it again. This is why we don't get emails, because you talk over the email address. We got one from Steffi the other day. It was so sweet. Would you like to say the email address? It's rdailyredpod at gmail.com. See how see, fast that was? Well, see how I let you say it all? Yeah, but that was fast. No, it wasn't. It was exactly the same as No, I did. you're usually like... Our daily red uh, you, you pod. Know, you, know you, can't yeah. re, you know you can't revise history. It's it's recorded. <laughs> I can show you the recording. I guarantee you that way. I was gonna say it was oh, yeah. faster than your way. Show it to me. I want to. I want to see the podcast recording. <laughs> that is next episode where we microdose. <laughs> we can see our podcast. Okay, and now everyone can see why Ellis has uh, a sassy attitude. And where she got it from. All right. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Everybody's working for the weekend. Boop, 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 boop.